0: What do you have for us, Rob? So, guys, Valentine's Day was just the other day. What'd you guys do? Fail. (laughs) What'd you get your wife? Well, we know what Dave got his wife. Pass. Inflatable cow. Hey. (laughs) Hey, she was excited. (laughs) Loved it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to try that one next year.
2: (laughs) Uh, In reality, I took her out for sushi on a date. So got her a card, a nice little note.
0: Is Valentine's Day a big deal to your wife? Hold on, hold on. Oh, I, sorry. I, I took. You my, said you were passing. You I, said
2: you didn't want anything to no, do no, with no. this. No, no, no.
0: Before people
1: judged me, I took my wife out on a date. What, last <laughs> two years ago? I took her to Tin Roof. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, wait, as an interview? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. So as you guys know, we were interviewing Alonzo, or Zoe, Zoe Kelly, uh, this past week, if you were here at church. And we had to take him out because he came in on Friday. And so Dave, Sharon, I, and our family, Zoe and Alyssa, uh, we took him out on the town. So there's a triple date for you? There's a triple date <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rob? Valentine's
0: On the day. day. On, on the day. day? On the day, what'd you do? I drove my <laughs> wife and child to Dallas. And... Uh, we actually went out the night before. We went out on Thursday. And we just went down into the heights. Actually, maybe a little further down. Uh, Buffalo Bayou uh, Brewing Company, new place, pretty cool. Great view, looking into the city. And had a little dinner and uh, a beer. Yeah, <laughs> a beer. <laughs> saying that on online. Saying that online. online. Here it is. It's there. It's there. Putting it yeah. you know. But is uh, Valentine's Day a big deal for your wives?
2: It is for us, um, as I shared in my message this weekend if you got a chance to uh our first valentine i don't remember what you said i know (laughs) you don't it's okay (laughs) it's a little joke because i got on stage first service and completely forgot what we had talked about in the second week of our current series so So,
0: don't worry i was in panic mode because i couldn't remember either (laughs) what did i preach about
2: (laughs) But as I shared in my message, uh, my first Valentine's Day was huge. It was like, knock it, I knocked it out of the park. It was the greatest that I will ever be in our, as far as r- romantic. Hey, season. hey, hey, don't sell
0: yourself short, man. I think there's still, you, there's could, something, outdo you there's could outdo You something it. to go. You could Dubai? I mean, there's got to be something. Scotland?
2: Flying Emirates or something. Diamonds? I mean. <laughs> if money doesn't matter, yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh but in the world that I live in money <laughs> matters and makes a difference. Uh but yeah, so but Valentine's Day is um actually most years that we've been married we celebrated Valentine's Day more than our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And so we would actually do put more intention into Valentine's Day no. than we would our anniversary. Your
0: anniversary is in May. At the end of May. End of May. That's
1: mm-hmm. right. Um I'm a Jehovah's Witness so we don't celebrate very big holidays or birthdays or Christmases or anything, You've anything we don't. Um, so honest moment, I, th- I think that Josie would like for me to celebrate Valentine's Day more than I do. But we we seriously don't make a big to do of really any holiday. We're not Jehovah Witnesses.
0: <laughs> I was scared we were going to end this uh, little broadcast and have a separate meeting. <laughs> for me, uh, Crystal, we're looking for a new family pastor. <laughs> Watchtower. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal's, uh, she's not like worried about it. It's kind of, in some sense, she's like, I'd much rather you show me you care into thinking about me on a day where the world says you don't have to. And mm. so that's kind of it makes it nice. Same, same. That's what you. That's, that's basically totally what I same. heard you saying. Same, and um, <laughs> it just didn't quite come out the same. <laughs> so it's not a huge deal. Um, and so, like, I know she likes cards, so I usually get her a card. Um, and and so, but it's not like you've got to do something amazing for Valentine's Day. What about you guys? Valentine's Day? Did you celebrate?
1: Did you celebrate by yourself? <laughs> did you not celebrate? Who knows? Put it in the comments. Hey, welcome to ACC Talk. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rob. And I'm Dave. Hey, and today what we want to talk about is can we find redemption in past relationships? So maybe we've had a bad breakup. Maybe we have gone through things that we shouldn't have gone through, different situations. And can God redeem that? Um, Can we move forward um, in, in those mistakes or in those during that wrong turn. And so that's what we want to talk about. So if you have any insight, uh, that you have experienced in your life, we'd love for you to put that in the comments, but now we're going to kick it to these guys and see, um, either firsthand or, um, as a pastor, how you've helped people walk through some of these, these trials.
2: What do you got, Dave? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Give you a chance to be animated I, I will
2: say first of course uh, everything can be redeemed I think that's the the beauty of Christianity it's the beauty of the relationship that we have with Jesus is that he can redeem everything I mean Romans eight twenty eight says that he works everything out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose and I don't want to take that out of context I want to make sure that we're saying it's within the as long as we're following his will like he's going to He's going to take those past experiences and be able to redeem them. Even if it's from a testimony, it's, it's your way of saying, Hey, you know, this was something that happened to me and maybe, uh, you made some wrong decisions, some wrong choices. And now when you are talking to somebody else, when you're walking, uh, somebody else through and trying to stop them from making those same decisions, you can use it as a testimony and say, Hey, this is, this is what happened to me when I made those same decisions this is what happened to me. Maybe you want to make a different decision and just try to help people uh, learn from your mistakes. And so that can definitely be part of it. And I think just saying, um, just getting it out there that uh, if you've been in a relationship and you guys went further than, you know, uh, Christ wanted you to, you know, you, you took your relationship uh, farther um, than is biblically based Um, I just want you to know that you're not broken, like you're not used up, you're not used goods. Um, I think that's kind of the beauty of that redemption of what Jesus can do for us is that, um, we're, he knows we're going to make mistakes. Uh, he knows that we all have a past. We all have stuff, uh, that's back there and he takes us anyways. Uh, the Bible says that he loved us while we were still sinners. Uh, he loved us even then. And so, now that we have turned around and are beginning to uh, follow him and make decisions that are for him um, he doesn't he doesn't view us as if we're broken and uh, that we that we need to be um, that we're just used goods and need to be thrown away
1: yeah, that's good um, so Dave talked about covenant relationship this this weekend, and um, a part of that that's really tough is getting to a point in time in your marriage when um, where people have chosen divorce. And that feels especially brutal when it's talked about in church um, because it can feel like out of a place of judgment. And so, yeah, Rob, if you want to kind of talk about that, how can how is God and how can God redeem that uh, relationship?
0: Well, I think the thing to remember is this is the beauty of the Bible. From the get-go, we're introduced to people. And for, it didn't take long. It takes three chapters in the scripture for sin to enter into the world. And so the Bible is totally full of people just like you, just like me, that made mistakes, that didn't do it God's way, that didn't go according to God's plan, and God's pursuit of them ultimately leading to Christ's coming. So there is redemption. And um, I think like what you're talking about, in that it's just kind of a, it's tough because sometimes in the church, Uh, the church doesn't always do a good job of looking at sin the way God looks at sin. Uh, We have a tendency to rank them and like, Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah, absolutely. That's not a bad one. Uh, I mean, homosexuality is going to be one of those that's right up there. Like, and just the hurt that has been caused between the church and those that, you know, are in that lifestyle or struggling with that lifestyle Uh, trying to wrestle with God and what that looks like, I think church pushed them away. And I think divorce is one of those that, again, you can't ignore it. It's in Scripture. The Bible clearly talks about it uh, pretty strongly in many ways. And so it's hard when, I just even preaching, there's times where you know people, you know their personal stories that are sitting in the chairs in the room with you, part of the conversation, that is like, you're not saying this because you're trying to judge them or hurt them i mean part of our role as pastors is to lay out the truth and so it it is difficult and the hope is that people understand that we are committed to the scriptures and not just to making people feel good um and then that but there's definitely again you know scripture says jesus died for sin not just certain sins for sin and so if you've gone through that unfortunately i think yeah that is part of our lives and So I was thinking about what we were going to talk about. I think just the concept for us is that we don't need to let our mistakes in relationships define us, but they should guide us. That's good. And what I mean by that is that maybe you've been divorced. Don't write yourself off. Don't think God has written you off, that you are no good, that you're not usable, that you're not maybe even suitable for another relationship. Maybe you've been, you're have been you single and you've you've wanted a relationship so bad and you've made some of the choices Dave was alluding to and you, you try to take things your way instead of God's way and you've been hurt and there's parts of your know, history that you're just not a proud of and you're embarrassed and there's shame in that. Don't let that define you because then we're ignoring the redemption of Christ. Uh, but you can learn from that. Uh, there's always, there's, sometimes there's consequences and we have to live with those consequences. But the beauty is God... He forgives, but he doesn't always take away the consequence. And so I think that's the piece. And so if you've made mistakes, it's learning from those mistakes as you go forward, not to repeat them again in the next relationship. And I think that's the beauty of Jesus. He gives us those do-overs, that second
2: chance, third chance. uh, And the hope is that we will pursue him. Life is complicated. Relationships are complicated. And so we we just acknowledge that it's complicated. Like it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do but like like we shared this weekend it's just that it's that it's that protection um just that the idea that marriage is lasting forever is just it's your protection in what is going to be the most vulnerable relationship in your life that's why it's important to look at it that way yeah and it's not that um you know when we make mistakes and get to the point where we feel like we just can't do it anymore just understand it's hard um, Jesus' disciples acknowledged that it was hard. Jesus acknowledged that it was hard. Um, but he set it up that way for a reason because it's it's that protection that we need um, to be able to have a real, true, vulnerable relationship like what God has planned for us.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, if you're in this position where you're fighting for your marriage right now, like, and you're even you know like to the point where you guys are ready to sign the papers— I want to just encourage you, encourage anybody that's listening is, man, I think that I think that, at least from what I've heard from people that are ready to make that decision is they believe that this is what's going to be best. This is what's going to be best for, you know, my spouse. It's going to be what's best for our children. Um, and I, I want to encourage you in that. I don't actually think that that is what's best for you because it's not what God wants for you. And I don't think that that's also... Um, something that's going to be helpful for your children if you guys have children involved. And so I just want to encourage you in that is that uh, in this season to fight for your marriage, even though it's extremely hard that you guys probably argue a a ton, you probably don't see the eye to eye on things. And even though that you've made mistakes in your past and however you got to the marriage, um, I do believe it's something that is worth fighting for, you know, so as long as, you know, um, you know, someone isn't like actively cheating on you and actively abusing you. I'm not talking about those particular situations. Um, but I definitely do think that, um, it is something to worth fight for because in the same way that you can be divorced and, and have this amazing testimony, um, and you can, and you can share that with young couples. Um, I also think it is also a strong testimony to be able to say, you know, we hung on, you know, we, we, we didn't want to, and it wasn't pretty, you know, but, through our growing relationship with Christ, he gave us the strength to be able to resolve this issue. If we can be forgiven by Jesus because of our trespasses, we can forgive each other. And so I just want to encourage you in that. um, Just not just to fight for your marriage.
2: Yeah. um, I was listening to a leadership podcast one time and the guy who was interviewing, it was uh, like a creative guy he was talking about how the creative process is hard work, like you have to work through it. And sometimes it's those, th- those ideas that you work the hardest for that when you get to the other side of it, they're the, they're the most worthy, they're the, they're the most worthwhile. And he, he's not a Christian. And then he segued out of that conversation into talking about how he just had some friends that went through a divorce. And he was looking at their relationship and he's like, hey, he, just, he was just sad about it. He's like, I'm just so sad to see my friends go through this situation where I feel like if they just fought a little bit harder or if they just stayed in it a little bit longer to know the beauty of what that relationship would have been like on the other side of it because they had had that effort. And for me and uh, my relationship with Sharon, I know that we are, our marriage is better. It's more, um, it's deeper because there have been some times where it was really tough. And it was really hard, and we had to really work through uh, the fact that I'm selfish and stubborn and trying to get on the other side of it. And I think I'm always right and trying to get to the other side of it and then finding myself on the other side and just being thankful. Just being thankful that I had somebody that would stick with me through that and then come out on the other side in our relationship better.
0: I think we even touched on this a little bit last time we talked, and you you hit on it again on Sunday in your message, that just that concept of, sometimes we get married and it's like we quit working at the relationship and again marriage is it can be a great thing it is awesome um but it takes work yeah and you've got to invest that time and energy and so no matter where you're at if you feel your marriage is in a great spot don't take it for granted make sure you continue to invest if if it's not again i think it's is easy. We look at the other person, but we just really looking at ourselves and like we've talked about, the serving that attitude. Again, you talked about it on Sunday, the submit to one another out of reverence for Christ aspect of it. I think it's just huge. And so I just you know, it's wor- I agree with you, Joel. It's worth fighting for. Um I'm very fortunate my parents are still married. Um and for Crystal, hers. Hers aren't, you know, and just even just watching what that did to her as we got close to that marriage. I think I talked about it last time. It kind of scared her a little bit, like, because every marriage had fallen apart. And so it is it is unfortunate that sometimes I think we can get a little tunnel vision in those moments. And you may say it, oh, I think it's better for my kids, but it's not. And it's not even better for you, I don't believe. So just keep fighting.
1: Yeah, definitely. So if you're in a place, uh, maybe you're not married, but like, say, maybe you've made some choices in your life where you feel like you're working on a deficit, like, man, I'm just never going to be clean. I'm never going to be worthy. Um, God is not going to be able to redeem this. He's not gonna be able to redeem me. We just want to encourage you that um, there is nothing that you're going to be able to do where you're going to be able to be worthy on your own. Um, But that's not the gospel. The gospel is not, Hey, fix yourself up, clean yourself up, and then all of a sudden you'll be deserving of a relationship with God. Um, It's God reaching out and saying to you, I've always loved you and I've died for you so that you could have life and you need to believe in me. And that's that, that beautiful, that beautiful gospel, I believe also translates into our relationships and how we love and how we forgive and how we have mercy and grace on other people and so in the same way that that God can redeem you and your past, I also believe that really no matter what sort of relationship issues that you've gone through in the past, um, I believe that not only is there hope, but God has a good plan for you okay. in the future.
0: We're also going to talk about singleness. You know, We're in a relationship series, and I think, again, we talked about how sometimes it might be awkward being that person that you've unfortunately gone through a divorce. Now you're sitting in a series, and we're talking about that or even those couples that maybe have chosen to start living together and we talk about God's standards and God's gift of sex and how it's supposed to be used in the boundaries of marriage It often feels awkward and I always just think in a series especially typically February is one of those that's great to focus on because of Valentine's Day hey let's talk about relationships uh for that person that's single and you know whether they have just embraced being single, maybe there's a huge desire not to be single and just kind of looking at that. And so this week, we're gonna talk a little bit about, you know, what is God's view of singleness? Um, and some of that element of, am I worthy for a relationship, even if I've done that? And again, I think that piece just ties into everybody um, that we've all made mistakes, but and we let that kind of trap us and hold us captive or have we learned from that? And now yeah, and it. I
2: would say even don't let yourself believe that you're the only one that thinks that. And I think that's where a lot of that comes from. That shame that you have is like, you're like, I'm the worst. Like I'm the worst person who's ever been on this planet. And like everybody else is better than me. But that's a very universal experience where we're walking into our relationship with Jesus or God, like just trying to figure this out. And then we just realize like the depths of our sin. In the mistakes that we've made and all have like, I, I, we've all felt like that. We just don't, we don't have it. Like we're just broken and it's, it's useless, not going to work, but there's another side. There's the other side of it. You just gotta, you gotta give it, give that to Jesus. Just take that and just give that because he's not trying to condemn you. He doesn't want shame. Shame is not from God. It's not from Jesus. And so just take that, understand that we've all felt that way we've all been there and just give it to God just give it to him. Cool. hey
1: thank you guys for joining us this week on ACC Talk. Uh, next week we will be right back at it on Thursday at 12:30 and also this weekend we've got three services
0: Yeah then uh, some exciting things uh, happening around the place and so uh, got an announcement you, for this weekend. you, you want to be there to miss this it. weekend and uh, maybe a little surprise when you show up to... For
1: sure. All right. Well,
0: we'll see you guys later.
2: Peace.